Welcome to Rob's Reliability Project, a podcast for maintenance and reliability people to better themselves both at home and at work. Now let's get rolling. Hey guys, welcome back to Rob's Reliability Project. I'm Rob Kalvaroski. This is another bonus episode and I really wanted to jump on today to talk a little bit about my message last week. And I think if, if you haven't listened to it, go back into the archives and check out the podcast called Love, Connection, and Reliability. And in that podcast, I really talk about what's holding us back as a community, and that's the unwillingness to be vulnerable. And I kind of wanted to record a follow-up to that because... The other day I sat in a meeting and we were talking about this specific topic. And there was an expert in this meeting and and an expert who coaches people on resiliency and mindset. And she was talking about a, a bunch of different of these topics and using words that were even above my head. And to me, it fell flat. And one of the people in this meeting, they called me a magical conduit. And I walked away from that meeting. I didn't. I kind of chuckled at it at the time. And, and I walked away from that meeting. And later on in the day, it really hit me. And it hit me really hard. And it hit me hard because... That's my value. My value is not teaching you the tools or the resiliency or all of these different things. My value is I am the conduit between you and those tools because I've done them. I've used them. And I think there's there's three groups of people listening to this podcast right now. There's one group that listened to the podcast last week and it connected with them and they've sent me messages about it and they're willing to open up. Even if that's just one-on-one, they're willing to open up. They're willing to be vulnerable with me. The second group listened to that podcast last week and they felt like it connected with them but they weren't willing to take a leap. And there's the third group that listened to that podcast last week. And they're me six months ago. They listened to that podcast and it bombed. They listened to that podcast and they said, Rob, this guy's crazy. He's not like me. And they listed off 10 to 20 reasons why we're different. But I'm here to tell you we're the same. I've spent my entire life not being vulnerable. When I was growing up, we were playing sports. You never were able to express your feelings. If you got punched or kicked or grabbed, you just had to keep swimming down the pool. You put your head down and you swam back. Whether you're feeling happy or sad, whatever, you put your head down and you swam back. 
It was weakness. Emotions were weakness. And we were told, I was told my entire life to achieve more, score more goals, swim faster, get better grades, get into the best college you can, graduate that college with great grades, get a great job, and then you'll be happy. Get that promotion and you'll be happy. Get a great wife, you'll be happy. And it never happened. It never happened because the armor was up. It never happened because I was unwilling to let people in. It never happened because I was unwilling to give myself to get in return. I spent three years with my girlfriend. We were living in the same house. I slept with her in the same bed every night. And I never told her I loved her because I didn't even know. I was unwilling to be vulnerable with her. And I was also unwilling to be vulnerable with myself. That's since changed. And that's changed quickly. That's changed within the last three months. And, and it's no different than our relationship with you, my relationship with you and your relationship with me. The content's changed. It's different now. I'm open up to you. I'm talking about love. I'm talking about vulnerability. I'm talking about connection. I'm building connection with you. And I hope you feel the same way about me. And I know this is just a quick message this morning, but I really wanted to say, I just really wanted to jump on and tell you, I am you. I was you. I had my armor up my entire life. And then when I jumped into the working world, having that armor up took me down this path of depression and suicidal ideation and alcohol abuse and exercise abuse. In the depths of my depression, I was training two to four hours a day. I was running mountains, I was biking, I was swimming, I was lifting. I was trying to do anything I possibly could to exhaust myself and to run away from my problems. I also drank more than I ever had in my entire life. Yes, we drank in college, but this was abuse. I was drinking alone in my apartment. I never acknowledged how I felt. I ne never acknowledged the stress that I felt. I never acknowledged the, the feelings that I felt, the hopelessness, the dread, the lack of purpose, the lack of growth. I just tried to keep burying it like so many of you out there probably do. And where did it lead me? It led me into a psychiatrist's office. It led me with countless nights of just wishing I was dead. It led me on medication. It led me to years of pain. 
And I just want to say that in this last six months where I've really learned to open up and really learned to share and to give and to find this purpose that is the reason why I'm talking to you right now. It's changed. It's changed huge for me even in the last week. And what's changed for me in this last week is I've been able to be ultimately vulnerable with myself. I've been able to see myself in a way I never have. I was never good enough for myself. I never saw myself as doing what I do. You see me as a maintenance leader. You see me as a mental health advocate. I never saw myself that way. I was never good enough. And I believed I never would be. It wouldn't matter if I had billions of dollars or a trophy wife or a Ferrari. It didn't matter. It would have never been enough. I would have never been good enough. And I know some of you there, you're struggling with that same feeling. And maybe you don't even acknowledge it. Maybe it's not even conscious. Maybe it's just that drive that you feel to do more. I'm you. But I found a better way. And the better way is to start connecting with those feelings that you have. Many, many of you out there, you're going through this COVID-19 crisis, and I imagine you feel stress that you've never felt. I imagine you feel that anxiety from either the uncertainty around your company or your job or your kids' uncertainty or your, your spouse's uncertainty or the world's uncertainty. Maybe you have invested in the market and it's changed. But are you acknowledging those feelings? Because they're normal. And what are you doing about them? Are you trying to run away like I did? Are you trying to drink them away like I did? Are you trying to suppress them like I did? Because what I do now is I acknowledge those feelings. I acknowledge them. I say, Rob, you know, it's normal for you to feel anxious in this time. But what can we do about it? What can we do about it? And that changes the equation. The last thing I want to just touch on before we get out of here is... People have battered around this word crisis. And yes, we are, you could argue we're in a crisis. But to me, the word crisis takes away our power. It takes away our ability to do something about it. Crisis seems, to me, crisis is, it's big, it's out of our hands, it's out of control, it's all of that. But I don't want to take that control away from you. I don't want to take that power away from you. 
I want you to feel empowered. Yes, we may not be able to affect the virus. Yes, we may not be able to affect the global financial markets. But you can affect your daily life. You can affect how you feel. You can affect how you show up. You can affect your family. You can affect your colleagues. You can affect your job. Hell, I mean, you can affect the maintenance program if you really want to get down to the, to the nuts and bolts. So I want you to feel listening to this like you have some control. And I want you to really think about how you're feeling. Really sit with yourself and really feel and let it out. It's okay. I know it's going to take you time. And and if it's your first time, like when I started, it took me weeks before I was able to really nail it down. And it's still hard for me. But I want you to really sit with yourself. And I want you to feel. And I want you to be vulnerable with yourself. And ask yourself, how am I feeling? Why am I feeling this way? And don't be scared of the answers. I know it's almost an impossible ask. And it requires a lot of work. But try it out. Because it may just change your life like it changed mine. Because even those feelings that you feel, that I felt, some of them that led me down this path of suicide, they're real. And you can change them. And you can give yourself what you need. And you can raise yourself up. And you can pull yourself out of the depths. And you can pull yourself out of the darkness that you may feel. That I felt. And so wrapping up, I just want to leave you with that. Is I've been there. I'm you. I lived my entire life with with a shield up in front of me with armor on. And it's taken a lot of work to take that armor down. And to look inside. And it's scary. And it causes anxiety and, it, and you want to deny it because you just, you've never felt that it was strength. But it's the ultimate strength. It's the ultimate vulnerability. So I want you to say, I want you to look at yourself and ask, how do I feel? And why am I feeling this way? Thanks for listening. I really appreciate each and every one of you, and I really care so deeply about each and every one of you. And I just want to say that the last thing I want to say is I've been you. I found a better way. And I'm going to keep bringing this better way to you. Because I hope it changes your life like it changes mine. 
Thank you.